Trust of the innocent is a liar's most useful tool. Stephen King The Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 11 I Ain't a Judas What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard, and with me today is Lucy Golden, yeah. <laughs> the younger version of Liz Golden. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself, Lucy. Um, I'm Lucy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm a freshman in high school. Yeah, yeah. so she is our first, like, youngest, youngest um, guest that we've had so far. Yeah. I was talking to some, an earlier guest, I can't remember who, but I was like, I need to get like high school kids. I was talking to Marta. I was like, I need to get high school kids to talk about this because I feel like they'd have different perspectives. Yeah. Some really young Gen Zers, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so what do you think of, so what's your experience been with The Walking Dead? Um, well, I remember my parents watching it when I was little. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, my mom watched it through quarantine and then yeah. I just barely started watching it. So. Cool, 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 cool. Your mom was telling me that you were binging it on the bus to school yeah. every day. Yeah, well, because I, I go to school up in Salt Lake uh -huh. and I ride the train every day. And so mm -hmm. I'm on there for two hours a day and yeah. I've got nothing better to do. So. Yeah, great, great. So how'd you like the episode? I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, so like, what... What were your like biggest thoughts on the episode? Like, because a lot happened. I feel like personality-wise with everyone in the yeah. episode. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is well, first of all, like Herschel finally like explodes on Rick in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like he loses it on Rick because uh, Rick is just being a little baby boy yeah. right now. You know, yeah. um, like what are your thoughts on like Herschel doing that? Because I just thought it was so impactful because you never see Herschel blow yeah. up. Well, I think that it like took him long enough. Like, yeah. Rick was being so annoying. This, mm -hmm. Like for the, like this whole season, basically, he's mm -hmm. just been a big jerk. So I'm yeah. glad that Herschel finally told him to like get it together. Man. What would what would you want to do? Would you rather run or would you rather stay and fight? Oh, uh, I would run. Yeah, you, I would, you would run. You yeah. would want to run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, cause like I mean. The, the difference is between the groups is, like, almost everyone in Rick's group knows how to fight, mm -hmm. but not everyone in the governor's group knows yeah. how to fight, but he has the numbers yes. over Rick, which is yeah. which is scarier. I mean, I, I feel like I my first instinct would be to run, especially knowing, like, I don't have the numbers or the Definitely. the guns to do it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And, like, the governor's, like, so scary. <laughs> he's, yeah. Like, he's he means business. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, the first time that we see him, he, like, kills a bunch of people mm -hmm. and for no reason, so... Mm -hmm. But, of course, they don't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then Andrea comes to the group yeah. after the longest time. And I thought it was, um, she she was, she was almost, like, validated, like, on actually leaving and deciding mm -hmm. to not be with this group. Yeah. Because they continue to treat her poorly. Or, like, because, like, Rick treats her like a stranger, mm -hmm. throws her against the wall, pats her down, which is understandable. But then, like, he... Oh, I can't remember what they did. He, like... Oh, Merle was there, and he was mm -hmm. free to go around, and she yeah. was like, so you trust him yeah, they over me? Like, this is all right. his fault, right? And I feel like they validated her decision into not being with that group even mm -hmm. more. Yeah, I agree. But, mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, I think it was somewhat justified. I mean, like, the amount of violence, was, I, th I think, was unnecessary. Like For Andrea coming yeah, back? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, she's done a lot of things to show that she's not trustworthy, especially to, like, Michonne. Yeah. Like, that was... Yeah, I think that they were justified somewhat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like, and especially especially with Tyrese's group as well. Like, 
then because at the end Tyrese and his group they're like hey we'll do whatever we can to earn our keep yeah. and that's including fighting Rick's group and they told they told Rick's group that the same thing because mm -hmm. they're just trying to survive yeah and if Rick would have let them in then they wouldn't have you know then they, that group wouldn't have gone over to the governor's yeah. group which I think is crazy what are your thoughts on that well I really I really liked the group I think mm -hmm. that they were interesting and I think that they could have worked well with Rick's group but mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I mean, everybody that we've seen join the governor's group just don't understand what's going on there, and so it's not their fault in that way. But like, I think I think it's odd to me how quick they are to like kill this group of people, basically. Yeah. Well, like they they basically say um, that the leader, the Rick, mm -hmm. was um, was kind of off the rails, yeah. and they they mention that and they use that to justify them joining the governor's group yeah. and like they're okay like killing but like the thing is is like like what i've mentioned in previous episodes is rick's group on the outside looks so like not great mm -hmm. not a good group they're in horrible conditions yeah. and then the governor is clean polished yeah he's kind to them you know mm -hmm. and but but they're the opposite on the inside i feel like yeah. um yeah yeah i think it's because rick's not like manipulative as much as, like, the governor yeah. is. Yeah, no, yeah. Rick is pretty he much straightforward. Yeah, he doesn't need to put on, like, the mask of mm -hmm. being back to normal or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like Rick has accepted the fact that, like, things will never be back to normal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the governor, um, he's just so kind to them at first that, like, and they saw a really bad side of Rick. Yeah. Which sort of turned them off to Rick and back on to... Um, the governor, like Andrea, did. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wanted to talk about, like, same thing with, that the governor does. Uh, Andrea says she wants to go back to the group and just talk to them. And then the governor says, hey, if you go to the prison, don't come back. Yeah. And I think the reason was is because he's trying to control information about him. Because mm -hmm. she goes back and she tells him... Um, and they t basically tell her everything. Mm -hmm. They tell well, they tell her everything except Maggie didn't tell her what the governor did to Maggie. Which yeah. I think if the governor, if Maggie told her that, she would have stayed with Rick's group. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I think that I think that Andrea really just wants the governor to work out, mm -hmm. and so I think that she's willing to ignore everything bad that she hears. I mean, I feel like for me, hearing that he went to the prison group and mm -hmm. just like attack them for no reason basically mm -hmm. i think that would have been enough for me to like not go back but i think that yeah. she's she doesn't care yeah and i i think part of the reason for that is because she wants what the governor is promising right she wants she wants the her old life back yes. she wants to be able to feel safe again and with rick's group she she is unable to feel safe uh as safe as she wants to be mm -hmm. you know and, um, and I mean, I mean, I, back to cults, I mean, like, the governor is a prime example of a cult leader. Because yeah. he is able to manipulate and, and put on a good face, and, and things that cults do is they give you the best option. Like, they, they say, hey, you, like, this is an answer to all of your problems. I'm going to solve all your problems, but... Like you have to, you have to ride or die with me, one hundred percent. And that's exactly what he does. And he he promises to solve everyone's problems. But like, but then if someone uh, you know uh, disrupts his trust, mm -hmm. then it's over for you. You know. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, literally over for you. Um, 
Glenn was saying, mm -hmm. if you ask, if I, I would never ask you to keep Shane alive. Yeah. So why are you keeping Merle alive? Why are you yeah. keeping Merle around? What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't like this side of Glenn. I don't like Glenn right now. Yeah. I, I love Glenn. I think he, he's so he's, awesome. He's but... a little baby bitch boy right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't see Glenn killing Shane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I think that, like, the point that he was trying to make, I, I agree with that. Like, I think that Glenn is so caring for everyone in the whole group. And mm -hmm. I think that's sort of what's going on right now. Is yeah. Like he's just, like, misplacing well, his And care. Merle has, like, broken that trust yeah. with Glenn yeah. immensely. And, and I mean, like, I feel like... I mean, it was Merle's fault that he took him back mm -hmm. to the governor, you know, and, yeah. um, but yeah, man, I just, I thought that was a good point that he made. Like, yeah. I, w I would never, you know, I would never ask you to keep Shane around no, after yeah. what happened. And so why are you asking me to keep Merle around? But Rick is sort of in a tough position where in order to keep Daryl around, he has to keep Merle and mm -hmm. he needs Daryl. Yeah. He knows he needs Daryl with him. Um, and he, he honestly, I think he knows he needs Merle with him too. Mm -hmm. Merle is giving him basically inside information about the governor. Yeah. And if Merle's not with him, then he's with the governor and that's mm -hmm. even worse. Yeah. Yeah. And Merle is, is a good fighter. I mean, he's an asshole, but he's like a good yeah. fighter. Yeah. He's, he's strong. And you know, like I think Rick recognizes that he needs Merle. He needs as many people as he can get, mm -hmm. which I think is stupid that he let Tyrese go. Mm -hmm. Especially when he started a war with the governor. Yeah. And, and like, it was a dumb move on his part, in my opinion. But, yeah. And we saw how good they were, like, with their shovels and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, they would have, just, like, imagine how good they would have been with real weapons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, yeah, Tyrese uses a hammer, but, I mean, like, yeah. Obviously, Tyrese and Sasha are really good fighters. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I think you saw more, like, a more interesting side of Merle in this episode. Because mm -hmm. you learn that, like, he reads... Like, he, he yeah, basically memorized passages in the Bible, yeah. and you find out that, like, it was his favorite place to be, the library was, mm -hmm. in Woodbury. And I thought that was so interesting, like, yeah, how this this seemingly uneducated bigot, yeah. Yeah. like, likes to read. And he he read the Bible, and, um, and man, he just he just became more of an interesting character in this, mm -hmm. this last episode. I thought that was interesting. Um, and I liked his line where he said, you can't put a price on anything anymore. When Herschel yeah. was like, you can't put a price on the time I get to spend with my daughters. Yeah. You know, but man, yeah, Merle's such an interesting character. Yeah. He's not a person I would want to ever hang out no. with. But yeah. he's, he's definitely interesting to watch for sure. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on Merle? Uh, I, I hate him, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is as far, like I haven't watched anything past this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm guessing and hoping that he's going to get better, but right now I really, mm. really hate him. Like he's so... Mm -hmm. Like, for as well-read as he seems to be now, mm -hmm. I think that it's... I don't understand, then, why he's so willing to just follow the governor and Rick and mm -hmm. do whatever they say, no matter how much he... I mean, like, no matter his morals or anything. I, I think I think 100% they're both loyal to, like, Daryl and Merle mm -hmm. are going to always be loyal to each other first. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's yeah. sort of like when, you know... Um, like being married, I mean, not that they're married, but like being married when you have like a partner, like you're always, it doesn't matter how many like friends you have mm -hmm. and good friends you have, like you're always going to be, you know, more loyal to your partner than right. anyone else. And, and I think they have, they've gone through so much <sighs> together that like they, they feel this immense loyalty to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and Daryl even, Daryl even mentions like, he's like, I'll, I'll keep him at bay. Like I'm good. Yeah. Um, Oh, I totally forgot to mention last episode that uh, Merle mentioned that they were planning on stealing from the camp. Yeah, oh 
and gosh. ransacking the camp and and Merle was like well what like did you tell them that yeah. you know I thought that was insane yeah I did not expect that at all and it makes and, I, and it makes you think like you know when have you been when have you been sort of enemies with someone or like acquaintances with someone that you were okay screwing over with and then later on you actually grow a relationship yeah. with them well you I know? think it just shows like how terrible Merle is for Daryl and how great Daryl is yes yeah. Like like you said, the only reason that he didn't, that Daryl didn't keep going with the plan was because Merle wasn't there. Yeah. And I think that, ugh, I hate Merle. <laughs> I, I do, I don't like Carol in later episodes. Um, Liz is smirking at me. She, <laughs> Liz is in the room right now and she disagrees with me, but it's not her episode. <laughs> um, um, but uh, I don't really like Carol in future seasons, um, the next few. But I do like Carol's and Daryl's relationship. Yeah. Um, I, I like how Carol is able to remain like kind to Daryl while telling her what she thinks. Like mm. she's like he he's and she does the right thing. She like acknowledges he's your brother, but he's not good for you. Yeah. You know, like and those two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I think that Merle's really destroying Daryl. Like we saw uh the last episode where like Daryl wanted to go save those people on mm -hmm. the bridge, and then Merle was yeah. so willing to, like, take all their stuff, and she had the newborn baby, and mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Merle sucks. Yeah. Well, I, and, again, with Merle, like, he, when Andrea, when Andrea's explaining, like, hey, you all could live in Woodbury, and yeah. I love Merle's line where he's like, really? Yeah. You, you know, know that's better, not true. Yeah. You know better <laughs> than that. And I thought that was so fascinating. Like, Merle... Because Andrea hasn't seen, like, she finds out later on the shit like the governor did, mm -hmm. but Andrea hasn't seen, like Merle has, what the governor is capable right. of. Like, the most that she's seen was, like, the fish tanks with heads. <laughs> yeah, and, like, oh. him th with the fight ring and stuff. Oh, my gosh. But, like, that's, but, like, Andrea, and, again, back with, like, the cult, like, yeah. like, she, she only sees what she wants to, like, see. Yes. And when, when you are inside a cult, you... And this is also back to, um, like, Andrea doesn't care about that. Mm -hmm. um, like, when you're inside a cult, you shut down when negative things about the cult are mm -hmm. said to you. Like, yeah. I, I remember I remember doing that a ton, where, like, if someone said something negative about um, the church I was in, I would just shut down. Right. I, I, I would shut down, and I would block that information in my head, and I would just toss it to the side. Right. And then, finally, when I was deconstructing, it just, like, all came flooding back. I was like, oh, like, I shut down because I was scared to think that anything bad would be a part of this right. group. And I think that's what Andrea's doing, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Man. Let's talk about Carol being a femme fatale. Um, that conversation she has <laughs> oh, with Andrea when she's holding oh the baby. Yeah. And then Carol's like, you have to have sex with him and kill him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> hey, yo, Carol. Yeah, I think that's something that she thought of with her husband. <laughs> That's well, what my guess yeah? is. Yeah? Yeah. Like, we saw, I mean, briefly, we saw Damn. her terrible husband. And I think yeah. that's something that genuinely crossed her mind so many times. But I bet that she didn't do it because of Sophia. But Yeah, well, I think, him. well, because, I mean, she's not, she's not under the governor's mind control either. Yeah. Right? And so it's so easy for her to say, you need to go have sex with him and kill him. Yeah. And then Andrea thinks about it because, you know, she, she learned all the stuff. Mm -hmm. But then she decides not to at the end. And, man, I, I thought that was insane that Carol was like, yeah, you just... And she said it so nonchalantly, too. She was like, you, you gotta save us. Like, yeah, I skipped The only back. way to stop this I was is... like, did I hear that right? Like, I like, <laughs> the only way to stop this is is you have sex with him and you kill him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about right now, Carol? Yeah. Carol is ruthless. And she doesn't start off ruthless, but she becomes definitely more ruthless as mm -hmm. the show goes on. 
Um, but yeah, man, I thought that was a crazy thing <laughs> yeah. she said. Um, okay, let's talk about the child soldiers oh my that God, the governor yeah. is is training. Um, yeah, well, like, he... So it starts off with Milton mm -hmm. saying, like, hey, these are the able-bodied people we have, and these are people with, like, medical conditions. Right. And, like, the governor could bring the 20 people that are okay and able-bodied, but he decides to to bring these people that are sick and can't fight mm -hmm. with him as well, which shows, like, he's actually a really bad guy. Yeah. And, I mean, like, there was an old lady that was, that was there yeah. with arthritis, and he was like, it's okay, sweetheart. You don't need a you don't yeah. need a fight. And I think that just shows like his his contrasting personalities behind closed doors. Like mm -hmm. he was like so ready to make that I old mean, woman fight when it was just him and Milton, but then he was so yeah. Yeah, well like yeah, he he was like, send her in mm -hmm. uh and, and we'll talk to them and then yeah. he saw her, realized like he couldn't like no. <laughs> he could not keep his people in line with having her fight and yeah. and I was like, Oh, what a gracious like I was so sarcastic. I was like, oh, what a gracious thing to do. Yeah. Don't force an old woman to fight, yeah. you know, for your stupid war. But, but like, the asthmatic 14-year-old, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fine. Like, he can shoot a gun. He's yeah. fine. But, man, and I, I can't believe Andrea is still with the governor. Yeah. I mean, I can because I understand. But, like, after seeing that, that he's allowing this 14-year-old to, this asthmatic 14-year-old mm -hmm. to go fight for him. Insane. Yeah. And I mean, but what about Carl as well? Because yeah. they're, I mean, but they're not forcing Carl. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The difference is the choice. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Carl realizes that he needs to grow up quickly uh -huh. in order to survive. But also, uh, I mean, but like, what are your thoughts on um, children growing up quicker in these sort of circumstances? Because there are tribes that are out there. Um, and that have existed before where, like, boys become men at, like, age 12, 13, 14. Right. So, like, I mean, I think for some times, like, when, when people are in a state of, um, you know, still being in, like, a stone age or paleo age mm -hmm. or they're, um, they're not as civilized, sometimes, like, societies don't really have the luxury to not have these boys like, become men early on, mm -hmm. but, I mean, I don't know, just, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because it does happen. Yeah, I, I think, hmm. well, like, all these Woodbury kids have had the privilege of not having to exactly. shoot their mom in their head after watching her die. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, yeah, I think, oh, I just feel so bad for Carl, because he's mm -hmm. so sweet, and <laughs> he doesn't deserve yeah. that. <laughs> well, like, he, he started off really sweet, and yeah. now he's just stone cold, like, he oh. just, <laughs> he walks out with his dad, so that's like, you shouldn't be out here, and he's yeah. like, I don't care what you say yeah. dad like i'm i'm an adult now okay um but man i just um i think it's a fascinating concept because yeah. it really depends on the society that you're in on what is okay and what is not and because they were raised in the society of like children shouldn't fight mm -hmm. and children shouldn't be used as like child soldiers and slaves mm -hmm. like that it's it's not okay now you know yeah and i mean me personally i don't i don't like war generally but especially i don't like hot yeah hot take i hate war um cool. yeah but like also i don't think you should have child soldiers no. but it's interesting how certain groups come to this conclusion of getting child soldiers right and like carl like it the all of the adults in his life did not want him to exactly he had to especially Lori. 
Yes. Lori was the main one that was like, no, like yeah. he, he needs to stay a child. Yeah. But then after Lori died and like that, that was like the threat, like you show, you saw him like fighting against that mm -hmm. until Lori died. And once Lori died, he was like, okay. Yeah. Like that was his initiation into being a man. And I think that like everybody like accepted it that way. Like they left yeah. him and Herschel and what's her face and the baby mm -hmm. at the prison alone. And he was like the man and he had the gun. And yeah. Like he, he went out Yeah. Alone. Over Herschel. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, he's more able-bodied than Herschel. Right. Herschel is older. He's frailer. He's missing a he's foot. He's missing a foot. Yeah. Um, then that, yeah, you know, but like Carl is, is out here freaking, yeah, providing, you know, right. but. Man, I just, I just think it's interesting. And I also think it is a, it is a choice thing. Like, cause Carl did make that choice to like yeah. do that. But this kid, like scrawny, I can't remember his name, but this scrawny kid that has yeah. asthma is yeah. going to go and fight, you I know? I think also the difference is that they don't need him. I mean, before exactly. they started adding the children and the disabled people and everything, it was like 20 people. Like they could have been fine yeah. with 20 well, fighting Yeah, people. cause like the Rex group is like 10 people. Mm -hmm. Like really it's Merle, Rick, Glenn... Um, Daryl, Maggie, Carl, Carol, Carol, kinda. Yeah. Beth, Beth doesn't know how to fight. No. Herschel can't fight. Yeah. Um, the baby can't fight. The baby cannot <laughs> fight. No. Um, but like, it's like seven to 28 Yeah. and they don't need that many people, but the governor, yeah, that, that's when you really see like the governor is just not a good person, No. but man, yeah. Child soldiers? Don't have child soldiers, <laughs> listeners. Bad. It's not okay. Bad, not bad, 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 bad. Um, okay. I want to talk a little bit about uh, Messiah mm. Complex. Because mm. they mention, like, Andrea mentions, like, the governor just wants to help people. Like, he just wants yeah. to save people. And I want to save you. And when they are perfectly, like, able... I mean, this war probably would kill them mm -hmm. um if it was like an all-out war but like these these people um but like andrea's like saying i want to save you mm -hmm. but then they're like we don't need you to save us like you you have you've always had this messiah complex as yeah. well as the governor and that's like why you get along so well yes. with him and so like what what are your thoughts on just messiah complexes in general because i mean i've never like i've i didn't see it as like a bad thing for a while but now I can see the downsides of it so like yeah. what are your thoughts on that well like I don't have a lot of experience with religion in general mm -hmm. but uh, hey good job Liz <laughs> hey <laughs> but like I remember I was in like third grade and somebody gave me a book of Mormon and I was like I just want to save you like uh-huh like it's not something that I feel like a stranger to exactly mm -hmm. um, but I mean it's always it always feels I don't know for, in my experience it always feels like a little hurtful yeah. Like, I think that Rick's group can live on their own well enough. If they, they ran away, be... they'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? But, um, yeah, like, Andrea sees them as, like, I don't know, helpless. Yeah. Well, like, she says they're living in awful conditions, which, worse conditions than in Woodbury. Yeah. And, I mean, they probably don't have running water no. there. They probably don't have, you know, they're scrounging for food and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um so it is worse conditions than what she has been living in recently. Yeah. But Andrea knows that they've had much worse. Yeah, but they have been surviving, you know, and this prison is honestly the best place that they've lived. It's secure. Right, yeah. It's secure and it's safe, you know. And and like thinking about like a prison, like they can lock people up that are sick in there mm -hmm. so that they, you know, they don't spread any diseases. Yeah. Like the zombie disease, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um but it's yeah, I mean, I, I've never, and I, growing up in 
religion. Um, I remember having like a savior complex of like, I want to save my friends mm -hmm. and I want to save, you know, the people that, um, you know, are lost or fallen or something. Uh, but like then I, I was only like really friends in high school with like atheists and agnostics and, and, you know, people that I was told not to be friends with. Yeah. And you know, and then I learned like these people are fine. Like yeah. they don't need me to help them. They don't need me to save them. Yeah. And that that's ultimately like why, even though I was still a part of the church, why I decided not to go on a mission because I didn't see the need to. I was mm -hmm. like, I don't see the need to like go to this foreign country or even like this foreign state and and tell people like, hey, this is this is the thing you need to do with your life because yeah. I don't have to know them. Mm -hmm. I don't know them, and yeah. and like they don't know me. So like, how how who am I to tell them that they need this in their life when I don't know them? Yeah, that's yeah. Like I said, yeah. that always felt. Like hurtful. Like, do you mm -hmm. feel like there's something wrong with me? Like, do yeah, you think like, I need to fix? Like, yeah, there's yeah. like, you know, there's there's nothing inherently wrong with with anyone because they don't have like your specific religion, right? Or your specific like way of life, and like they don't, they didn't need the governor, no. and they didn't need Andrea to save them. They mm -hmm. they did perfectly fine helping themselves and saving themselves. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually the governor that is making things more dangerous for them. Yes. Yeah. You know? Like they would have been perfectly fine in that prison if mm -hmm. it weren't for the governor. Yeah. Man, this is such a good like juxtaposition of real life because the bad guys are the good, the good people right. in air yeah. quotes that are trying to save people. Right. You know? Yeah. Man. Um, okay. Last thing I wanted to, well, second to last thing I wanted to talk about was how these leaders, Rick and the governor, mm -hmm. are making things so much dangerous for their followers mm -hmm. and their subordinates because they can't stop and won't stop, you know, trying to be the big man, right. trying to be like the, the, the leader, you know, and like they are so stubborn that they are risking their loved ones' lives. Yeah. Like I think that they could have coexisted within this space, the governor and Rick's group. Yeah, they could I have. Think, well, yeah. they the governor thought that it, they were so deep in the red zone that, like, no one could live there. Yeah. You know, but they did. Yeah, they weren't, they aren't, like, near enough to each other that they're competing for resources mm -hmm. or land or anything like that. So I think it's, it's just their, like, toxic masculinity. Yeah, honestly, like, they're just literally, like, swinging their dicks around. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't, none of them wants to give up, um any anything yeah. like they're they're sticking to it and it's so it's so stupid it's all, like i heard this once and it's always been my opinion from here on out like if world leaders want to fight like they should just fight each other yeah <laughs> like they should just fight each other why are we sending so many people to die yeah. <laughs> for these leaders to like maintain their power you know yeah. i hate it i hate it yeah. like we should just we should broadcast we should broadcast yeah. like yo listen um I, I'm sure the president of Ukraine could kick Putin's ass oh, right now, yeah. and and then we'd solve the conflict. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, Ukraine wins, you know. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, if that was the case, Donald Trump would have gotten his ass beat mm -hmm. multiple times because my boy is not fit. Oh, he's you know? not well. <laughs> <laughs> he's not fit. Um, but yeah. Anyway, and then um, let's see. But then the question is, who would win with Joe Biden or Donald Trump in a fist fight? <sighs> Joe Biden, he like bikes and. Oh yeah, that's true. He, yeah. he like yeah, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. eat McDonald's every day. Yeah. He, no, yeah. Donald Trump's flesh is falling off his bones. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Healthy. <laughs>
Um, okay, last thing I wanted to talk about was how um, uh, Beth starts singing. And immediately you can see, like, everyone's spirits being lifted. Yeah. And I just thought that was a cool moment. Because, like, was. it just shows, like, how how much art and music, like, lifts people up. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone was depressed. Everyone was down. And, and you know, music just lifted them all up. And I think Beth realizes that. Uh, I made a yeah. joke. I was like, so Beth is, like, the bard of the group. <laughs> yeah. You know, she just, like, she just, like, lifts everyone up. And, you know, I just thought that was cool. Yeah, it was such a sweet moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that um, Beth is such an empathetic and caring person, mm -hmm. and she saw that's what the group needed. Especially, mm -hmm. like, Herschel. Like, uh, before, like, when they first arrived at the prison, he asked her to start singing. And I think that was an interesting, mm -hmm. like, mirrored moment, sort of. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But every time they have a moment like that, things go to sh**. So, <laughs> it's gonna happen, and, mm -hmm. but it's fine. But uh, that's just the show. Um, Alright, I think... I talked about everything. Is yeah. there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, uh, trying to think. No, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for being yeah. here, uh, Liz. Thanks for bringing her here. She's nodding her head. Um, and uh, yeah, so we will be back after a short musical interlude with a moral dilemma. back all right so because you are my first guest that is under 18 <laughs> um would you if for some reason the government decided to have child soldiers and you were drafted would you fight for the country or no 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 no, no I you'd am... be a draft dodger yeah i don't blame oh, yeah. you i i mean i would be a draft dodger yeah. my wife even admitted it like she was talking to jacob and jacob we, we were doing we were doing much ado liz was a part of it and jacob was like hey do you think zach would like if zach was drafted do you think he'd go join the military and she was like no way yeah. <laughs> but, no. oh i am so oh you weren't much ado too yeah i'm an idiot um, exactly. um <laughs> uh yeah no definitely not yeah. i think i'm so anti-war and i think mm -hmm. Yeah, hot take. <laughs> um, war is bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I also think that I am not cut out for it. I am very mm -hmm. weak and slow, and guns are scary. So. Yeah. But also, like, they're doing just fine with all the adults. They don't need me. Yeah, well, like, that's the thing. They could do just fine, like, in the show. Yeah. I, exactly. But I, I didn't realize that we were on this topic, and because... I'm sure you're told all the time you're really mature for your age. Yeah. I forgot you were 14, but like <laughs> you're 14, now. you're 15 now. Yeah. Great, uh, but you're 15 years old, and like I can't imagine, like as a 15, like thinking back about how I was a 15, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine being asked to go fight in a war. No, I can't imagine it. And like I, I think it's interesting that we got this episode on on you because yeah. you are that age. Like you're, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man. Um, so Liz wanted us to talk about restorative justice. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, with, with Merle, do you think, do you think Merle, um, should be able to redeem himself? Should be allowed the chance to do that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, mm. I believe, uh, like, prison should be more about rehabilitation than punishment. Um, mm -hmm. and oh I... Oh my god. <laughs> and they're in a prison, too. I know, right? <laughs> it's so perfect! I love this show! Yeah. 
But like, I want to believe that Merle can change and be better. And I think that like he's sort of proven that he's a smart person, like with mm -hmm. this Bible thing and yeah. um, how much he loves to read. And I think that he he could, if he wanted to, mm -hmm. uh, become an empathetic person. But I think he's far from it and needs a lot of work. Yeah. Well, I mean, like anyone that is is raised without empathy, mm -hmm. you know, can become empathetic. They just have to work harder at it. Right. You know. But like I. I I mean I'm a, I'm a I'm a believer of second chances for sure, mm -hmm. and I mean it kind of does show progress that he was able to have a kind conversation with Michonne without being racist. Yeah, that's such a big step. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge step yeah. for him. I think. I mean, we see like in the first the, couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, he's he's completely racist to T Dog, oh and then he's still sort of racist to Glenn. We yeah, the last episode. Yeah, but like, and and he talks to Michonne. He doesn't mention a single thing about race, which yeah. I think is. I think it's really big for him. I mean, he's still a piece of Yes. <laughs> but I think I think it's really big for him. But Yeah. And yeah. I I do believe that he should get a second chance, but I don't know if this is the group and the time and the place to be doing that because mm -hmm. like he's so severely hurt so many of those people. Yeah. That um like I I don't know if I would have the patience to try and help him become a better person after mm -hmm. everything that he had done. Yeah. Do you think do you think the governor would deserve a second chance if he wanted a second chance. Well, I believe that everyone deserves a second chance. However, <laughs> however, um, I think that he should rot in hell. <laughs> so. Great. Great. Well, that's where we're going to end the episode. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and thank you for being on, thank Lucy. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. And stay safe and stay sane. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. Also, feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at feeddonatyourbrain at gmail.com. You can also follow 410 Horsemen on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.